Welcome to the Rush Hour Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 16. Alright, and today... Oh, let me introduce myself again. <laughs> uh, I'm Terry, and our co-host here is Malcolm. What's going on, guys? Alright, so today we're going to talk about um, exercising at an older age, um, how you should approach it, the benefits of exercise at an older age, um, and then why it's not too late to start. Alright, so let's get started with this topic. I know a, a lot of people, even my parents... Um, people I know who are at an older age and they don't really want to exercise because it was never a habit of theirs yeah. since they were young. Yeah. So at when they get to 50s and 60s, right, they they just think to themselves, oh, I'm too old for this. Like, yeah, yeah. I can't get into this. Yeah. Like this, These are some things I hear yeah. from uh, from the older people that I talk to. True, I hear you. I guess we got to remember that um, that when they were growing up, they were in gyms like there are now and when, around when they were growing up. You know, they're, the gyms that were out there back then, they were very like, um, they were advertised differently. You know, what's, what's in, what was in the gym and who they wanted to bring to the gym and who they thought it was only for. Um, it's different. It was different then than it is now. Right. You know, it was like, oh, gyms are only for like... Vanity. Know, vanity and, you know... Because bodybuilding was very popular very back popular then. Very popular back then, yeah. It was on mainstream TV and now it's not even on mainstream TV. Yeah, yeah. It used to be on, I think, uh, one of the, like, major networks. Yeah, it was on, like, ABC, a, yeah. ABC back in the day. For yeah. the Olympians. Yeah. yeah. So, they... It was very popular back then. So, they thought it was only for, like, you know, maybe men and, and a vanity thing. Um, so, people who are, like, in their 50s and 60s now looked at it then and are just, like, stuck in their ways. So when they look at us and ask us, you know, we ask them, you know, do you want to get an exercise? Do you want to work out? Or do right. you know, it would be beneficial for you? Right. Um, they're like, oh, what do you know? You know, like, they're obviously not going to look at us and think we know what we're talking about because they're younger than them. Right. So it's like, what do you know? And, uh, how, do you know how do you know more than me? And mm-hmm. It's like, so it'll help them. You know, it's one of the things where we have to try and get across and explain to them that, like, you know, you being 50 or whatever, however old they are, it's gonna, it's just not too late, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, and um, exercising always changes, like in terms of the type of exercises and the different uh, type of exercise that's out there for individuals, especially for older people. Yeah. Um, now there's more stuff that cross over from physical therapy. Yeah. So even trainers now are learning from physical therapists, like ourselves, we learn from physical therapists, we see stuff online from professional physical therapists yeah, yeah. and we we apply it to our training for our older individuals because they could use that help in terms of just moving better right yeah so their goal may not be looking good but their goal just maybe uh i want to be able to walk up a flight of stairs without yeah. my knees hurting or sure, yeah. i want to be able to reach over my head and, and grab something yeah you know, just get in that range of motion so yeah. their goals may be different so just applying um different types of training methods for them is now possible just because it's it's becoming more popular. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they there's most of them are most of their goals are more for like movement. Um well they you know and they should be because most of them have been just been sedentary or sitting down in that one position for a long time right, or imagine like thirty years. Thirty years of not moving <laughs> and sitting down at desks. Like thirty years. It's hard to adjust and fix that, but it's possible. It's gonna take some time. Yeah. And then to con- convince them too as well because they're right and convince them yeah because they think that oh you know like if we're gonna have them maybe do a squat eventually or do like a a certain movement that they thought in the past would hurt their knees or hurt their back, it's us convincing them that like this that's not the case you know mm-hmm. we can we can help you like it's it's not gonna hurt you at all we it just it's a matter of me teaching you how to do it and you allowing me to teach you 
um, you know, there a lot of them, like you said, there are they can be stuck in their ways. So mm-hmm. it's it's one of the things that's a work in progress. Yeah. So um, for those old folks out there, uh, you know, just be a little open minded. <laughs> we have something to show you as well. So um, I, yeah, it's never yeah. it's not too late. It really isn't too late. Mm-hmm. Like I I think that you know you can make a huge change in, in what's going on with you what's going on with you if you actually just you know give it start start going and give it a try yeah you know it's, it's one of the things where you it's not too late for you at all mm-hmm. yeah and you can fix your posture you know fix a lot of the issues that you may be having right now yeah um the the changes are going to take a, lo- a little longer you know because your bone density and your recovery rate might not be the same as a younger individual yeah um so you know different type of methods of training would apply to you yeah and you just have to make sure you find the right trainer right that knows what they're doing in terms of you know doing the correct exercises and making sure they're not progressing you too quickly yeah. um, into those advanced exercises or you know those muscle building exercises which aren't necessary for yeah. the older population yeah over the years um and then also reading too as well like um you with someone older you know an older meaning when they're in their you know uh 50s and, and up uh, high volume training is is normally not the best kind of training. Right. So, uh, if you look at like um, high, high volume meaning like just a a, on a lot of reps over over a period of time in one workout, mm-hmm. um, it'll take them longer to recover opposed to someone who's who's a lot younger than them. Yeah. You know, so it may take them. If you do a high volume, it may take them a full month to recover from that. You know, yeah. it may it may take them two weeks from get rid of soreness, and then then maybe. Uh, another two weeks to get rid of like just that overall fatigue feeling right you know so they so they don't really benefit much from high volume training and they really don't really need it unless unless they're you know unless out, outside of you know being in the in the gym um is on point as far as like nutrition and you know, uh, vitamin and supplement intake things like that 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 will help yeah. them Unless they're uh, getting ready for a, a senior bodybuilding show <laughs> in the senior category. <laughs> yeah, unless they're doing that. Other than that, there's no real reason to de- to develop like any crazy hypertrophy from volume. Mm-hmm. It's you know it, it's very it's a very long shot. I think. Right. Uh, it's it's one of the things where your body just doesn't recover, and it doesn't uh, you know process the nutrients or the food as efficiently as it used to. So mm-hmm. you're not gonna see those you know gains that you would when you, as you posted when you were thirty. Right. Know? Because your testosterone is not gonna be as high, right? Your growth hormone is not gonna be as high. Yeah. Uh, everything is gonna start declining, right? But we want to use exercise, we want to use fitness as a way to just slow that progress down. Yeah. And you know, make your life better, and hopefully, help you live a little longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They always look at like women with uh, women and um, with like osteoporosis things like that. They look at uh, this old old generation in general with this osteoporosis with men too, and just not being able just not knowing how to strength train or doing any kind of free weight training at all right and and not knowing that and then their whole life just uh, they're just sitting around and just right. waiting to just deteriorate i guess right. in my opinion so don't wait on it and just fix those problems that you know that most most uh, most people deal with that when yeah. they get to that age yeah and if you have the money you know go get some help like goes back to what malcolm was saying um you know Try not to be too stubborn. You know, you, you may be older, but mm-hmm. a lot of the trainers are younger. Mm-hmm. Um, so if if you do find the right trainer, you know, hire them. You know, they can help you along the way. Yeah. You know, don't just come into the gym, which I see a lot of, <laughs> like these older folks. They see trainers doing something and they try to replicate it. Yeah. And then they're doing <laughs> the complete opposite, right? And they're actually hurting themselves yeah. or like 
um, not using the right muscle groups and they're actually making their posture worse. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the things too where like they'll see us training somebody and then they'll think, uh, well, you're going to push me how you push them. Right. You know? Yeah, I get that a lot too. They yeah. like, they get scared. Like yeah. they say, oh, you can, you're pushing them so hard. Like, I don't want that. Like, I don't yeah. want to die during the like, session. It's like, it's like, remember it's personal training. So it's right. personal to that person. Right. So whatever. Depends on if you're a trainer. <laughs> <laughs> the mess on your trainer. You don't want to do wads out here, you know. <laughs> if your trainer has you doing wads all day long, from person to person, then it's a little different. But yeah. it's not personal, then you know. Yeah, it's generic. Yeah. Uh, but um, but most of the time, if we have someone who's older or someone who uh, isn't able to do exercises, like someone when they're, when they're twenty, then we're not gonna do that with them. You know, we're not gonna push them as hard. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna pertain towards what we need to get done, or what, what, what will fix them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, you have to realize that times have changed. You know, the that the things that you think may bother you or may have hurt you back in the back in the day, or may you know may you know get you injured back in the day, um, aren't gonna do the same thing now. You know, be there's different there's bands, there's different uh, different types of like exercises you can do in the gym that's gonna able you right. to do things as just as efficiently as you would someone else yeah um you know that like there's so many different ways like when i when people say to me oh well like, you're gonna hurt your back doing that or you're gonna hurt yourself doing that was well, like i always think that they weren't doing mobility or they weren't doing like uh s- certain movement prep back then like we like we do now mm-hmm. so right. it's gonna allow us to work out a lot, a lot longer mm-hmm. in our later years than people they people did when they were when they right. were uh, younger like yeah. our age. You know? There's always new research coming out. Yeah. And, you know, doctors, professionals out there um, who are coming out with new ideas, yeah. you know, new exercises, new routines, yeah. uh, new equipment, new technology, whatever it may be. Yeah. You know, it's evolving and making the trainers better, yeah. and they're also making uh, people who are working out in the gym uh, better in terms of just like. The exercise they choose, um, especially those machines, like even the hoist machines. I may like, uh, I may not recommend them for everyone, but you know, hoist machines are a lot better than, let's say, for example, your regular hammer strength machine mm-hmm. for like older individuals because it just puts you in the right position yeah. when you do your exercises. For sure, yeah, 100%, um, so yeah. for those uh, older folks who can't afford trainers or just can't afford a professional to help them out, you know, just go on those machines is a lot safer than using let's say a, a regular machine that's like, or like you know a, like a nautilus yeah like a nautilus <laughs> you know so, so just using horse machines 30, that moves your whole body yeah <laughs> yeah that's a side joke that we have <laughs> but um yeah 30 for 30 that's just definitely <laughs> side joke so pretty much for those of you listening 30 for 30 i'll, I'll say this real quick <laughs> we see trainers or like an old method of training that we saw online where you do a 30 second pull up going up and 30 second pull up going down. Let's <laughs> go off topic here. <laughs> they do the full pull up for, for a minute straight pretty much. Yeah, a minute straight. So think about it. 30 <laughs> seconds, count 30 seconds in your head and do a pull up at the same time going up and then coming down. Only one rep though, one rep. One rep, that's one. Yeah. And then you do that for 10. Yeah, yeah. So that's 30 for 30. but. Just don't follow that. <laughs> don't follow that type of training style. But like I was saying, horse machines are great. Um, whatever it is, new technology. I mean, in the future, maybe VR, some some type of way how VR plays a role in terms of health and fitness for yeah. older folks yeah. who just can't, let's say, get out of their house, for example. Yeah. Um, who needs help just virtually. If someone can help them, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, things will always change and 
there's always be better ways in terms of training individuals. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I like what you said about the uh, the hoist machine because when yeah. I first came to the to the gym, I saw the hoist and I just I, I I'm totally against like those um, still seated machines. But then I realized that all the people who use them are the people who who would benefit from them the most. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, it does put you in that right position. Like you see, when you see the hoist machine move, it moves in that angle to where people can be in the right angle if right. They, even they do have an imbalance. Yeah. You know, if they do have like um, overcompensation of yeah. their shoulders. So if you tell someone to like uh, how to keep their chest up, if, is that if that's not working through a regular machine or through just regular cueing, you know, it's just another method, another tool. I'm not saying it's the best tool. Yeah, yeah. Right? You shouldn't be on that machine all the time. Eventually, you want to move on to just doing a cable roll, mm-hmm. you know, in a split stance or being doing a dumbbell roll, whatever it may be, yeah. or just body weight, uh, some type of body weight roll, TRX roll. But if, if they're a beginner, you know, there's a time and place for every single tool. Yeah. I mean, that's my belief. And I think a lot of trainers should use every single tool that they have and don't restrict themselves to any specific type of tool. I guess I hear you on that one, too. Yeah. You I guess you agree with me on that? You guess you agree with me? So I guess you don't agree with me? <laughs> I only use the machines unless... Right, I, I mean, not- we talked about this last time. Yeah, unless they they want to, like... Unless there's nothing available. Nothing available. Nothing yeah. available. I mean, I think there's a right time and place depending on goals, depending on their age. Yeah. Um, a lot of factors that go into, you know, using t- different types of tools. But if you have a reason behind it, yeah. I think... It's, it's more than enough in terms of just yeah. using the machine and why you should use it. Yeah, I tell, yeah. always tell my clients, today's your lucky day. We're going to sit down today because, yeah. you know, if the gym is busy and everything I want to use is being used at the time. Right, right. So, yeah, I have to use the machine, unfor- right. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it, for the older population, yes, it definitely is beneficial. There are, like, I see, like, maybe four or five machines well, that in, the, in the hoist machine that, that we see here yeah and then when you get further and further down you see some more hoist machines that you, I don't really like right you know there's like a crunch machine yeah so machines like crunches um, which, uh, which, uh, what are the machines you think and then the uh, the, ro- the one you stick your knees in and you rotate your hips yeah any type of rotation any type of crunching machine any type of machine that gets you out of the position of good posture you, sh- you probably do shouldn't it. use don't it yeah it. So there's a so there's a machine that you stick your knees in and you rotate your hips. It's supposed to work your obliques, but it doesn't do anything really. Um, I don't know why they created this. Created this I used machine. to use that machine. <laughs> use it. Use this. I used, I said I used to use it. When? Back when I started working out. I never use a machine ever. Really? I never use it ever. I always. I mean like, you, f- you feel the burn in your ab area, and but there's better exercises. I think there are, are. F- Actually no, actually in no. In terms I'm of like, functionality, yeah. there's better exercises yeah, than that machine. Actually no, I did do it in college before. But if you're a, just just a bodybuilder and you want to just build some muscle in that area, it works. I mean, I it don't works. know. I I used it in college. I didn't think it worked at all. Yeah. Um, but the but the but that machine for for the older population or yeah. for for function, don't yeah. use the machine. Don't ever use that machine. And we yeah. still see people using that machine. Yeah. So I think the, the gym needs to literally get rid of it. Yeah. Um, and then there's the, the crunch machine for your abs. Like a, It's like a crunch. It, and it also moves. Yeah, it like folds your body into a ball. <laughs> That's what it does. It folds, it folds your, your body. body into a ball. But the bad part is that when you see people do it, um, it's, a, it's crazy because we're talking about this and, re- and really, like, the people who really do use are the older population. Right. Because they're, they're scared to use the free weights. That's the reason and why. They're, yeah, they're afraid to venture off into that area yeah, yeah, of the yeah. gym. So it's funny because they'll be on it and their back won't touch the mat. 
So they'll just be pulling yeah, with yeah, their yeah. arms like this. Right, right. But their back is still yeah, around. They don't, yeah, they don't fully extend to the seated position. <laughs> they just stay in the, the ball position. Because they, they don't know the correct positioning. Yeah, you know, position, yeah, yeah. So they need to learn just like a basic, for example, cat-cow positioning. Yeah. You know, learn how to move their spine before they can even go on some type of flexion or machine, yeah, like it's, crunch it. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's really funny. Because like, it's like their back isn't against the mat or against the pad on the, on the, uh, on the machine. So when they're crunching, all they're right. doing is really just pulling right. with their arms. Yeah. Unfortunately, they just don't know any better. Like, uh, I mean, I, I, I feel bad for those people because um, those are people we try to, like, help. You yeah. know, we try to give some advice, and then they just tell you to, to fuck off because <laughs> they, they think they know what they're and doing. And that's sad because, like, you know, it's, it's sad. I think we talked about this before. Like, uh, like um, you know... Like the people, the people who can use the most help, um, are the one sometimes are ignorant. Yeah, and they're the most ignorant. They're the people. most ignorant. Yeah. Yeah, they um, don't like to accept any advice from people. It. You know. Yeah. So it's like, and the people, the smartest people are the people who look at people who may n- n- may not necessarily be smarter than them, right. or may not be as successful in them as, in some areas. Right. That will look will will seek advice or listen to you, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so yeah. that's it's a very it's a backwards kind of like way of looking at things mm-hmm. or how things are go about. Right. Um. Because the people who need the most help are the people who just like oh no I don't need help I don't need help you yeah, know yeah, and it's yeah. like and we look at them it's like you you know it's like you, like I, the audacity for you not ask for not need for help but at the right, same right. time it's like exactly you understand why you know they just stuck in the ways of, of, of thinking that or they're stuck in their ways or they think because you don't know more than them that there's know, no need to no need. listening yeah it doesn't need to listen which mm-hmm. it was which isn't the case which shouldn't is shouldn't be the case yeah you yeah. know um, uh, what are your thoughts in terms of just an older person that pretty much can't get a range of motion anymore like someone who just can't go overhead anymore will you still practice overhead trying to reach overhead every day I think I would do it every day. Yeah, you do it every day, but when you, there's no like, let's say they want to lose weight at the same time, so eventually you have to push them in order to where they're burning enough calories or working hard enough. Mm-hmm. Right. So I guess let's say someone can't press overhead. Yeah. Or someone can't, um, you know, just horizontal press at all. Yeah. Will you still have them do some type of pressing? You think is necessary, or no? Um, that's a tough question. Yeah. So you saying? Let's say they can't press like because uh, just their posture is, is terrible. Mm-hmm. Will you still have them press just because they should practice pressing no. every now and then? No. I think there are ways to get to get them to lose lose weight without actually having them have them press. Yeah, if yeah. they're fully dialed in and well, I'm not just saying pressing in general. I guess any other movement, pressing, just an example. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's the most common exercise I think they can't do for a lot of older most population. Most people yeah, they can't they can't press. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're just so rounded already. Like pressing yeah. just makes their posture worse. Uh, I would. It depends. If they're really, if they're really like embedded in, and they believe in me, and then I can help them. Right. Then I might take. I might do it every. I might try and do some mobility for it every day. Hmm. But at the same time, um, it may not. It's, it might not be. Might not help because right. it depends on how many times a week you see him as well. Cause That's if, true. You know, if you see him twice, three times a week, then yeah, you can make a change. If you see him once a week. Right. And they come they in. They would have to do homework. They have to do homework yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. If they're not doing any homework, there's no, there's no way I can right. help them. Because the thing with mobility is, you should be doing it every day. You know, whether it be just moving around instead of sitting, or just 
you know, five minutes out of your day, do some type of mobility drill. Yeah. I think with mobility, you have to do it every day, or else you just start losing mobility, especially yeah. from the lifestyle that people have now, just sitting all the time. Yeah. So you have to do that every day. I agree. And we we'll go into more detail with the next podcast or the future podcast where we yeah. talk about the importance of mobility and why you should do it, because I feel like a lot of people are just lacking that or it just doesn't take the time to take mobility seriously. Yeah, they, they say that you should, you should do mobility three times a day right. for five minutes. Right. Um, I mean, most people don't have that kind of time, but right. but yeah, it's definitely, I would, I, I would probably eventually move on and find a new way to press in some shape or form, do the exercise in some shape or form without having them get hurt. Okay. Um, but for the most part, I mean, if they can't, if they can't do it, then they just can't do it, you know. They just can't do it, right? If they don't buy into just doing their homework, then yeah, yeah. there's no way I can help them. Yeah, I mean it's tough. I mean I I've worked with some older clients of mine and they can't press overhead. Um, what I do is just take a resistance band and just slowly yeah. try to go overhead. Yeah. Um, you know some body weight overhead movements. And yeah. That's about it. It is because it's so it's so tight back there. You know everything is so rounded where it's yeah. just like it's just later for it. For you to fix them from that position into a, a perfect postural position, it it'll take a while. Like it yeah. would take a. For them to see maybe six days a week, to be honest, and just sh- straight up work mobility yeah. every single time they see you. Yeah. And then they also have to change their habits of not sitting at, as that often. Yeah. Being true. able to change their habits, you know, of sitting to standing or any type of habits that they have, you know, being on the computer to taking breaks here and there. Because yeah. a lot of times you do all these mobility stuff or you do all these corrective exercises uh, to change the body during the workout. But then, you know, that's only for an hour. <laughs> That's only for an hour out of your twenty-four hours yeah, a day. Four four percent of your day, and then yeah. you go back home and sit down. Right, exactly. You sit, yeah, <laughs> go back home, sit down on your couch. You know, turn on your TV, whatever it may be. Yeah, and you're back to your normal position. <laughs> so you oh, know, oh. all that work in the gym, we're just you know, the reverse go, yeah. goes back to normal. Exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. I I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. It needs to be done without when you're not with the person. When you know when they're not with you, you know, you yeah. have to, it has to be done all the time. Yeah. Sure. Um, so hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, this is for those older folks out there. Hope you guys listen to us, and hope you guys still continue to listen to us. Uh, we appreciate everyone who's listening so far, and if you can, please leave a comment, and it's greatly appreciated if you guys leave a comment or write a review for us on any of the podcast apps. So Google Music, um, Apple Podcasts, here on Anchor. I think Pocket Cast is another one, mm-hmm. and if you have trouble listening to it all through anchor or any other type of apps uh send us a message you know leave a comment um if you like to to have it on different other platforms you know i know i said i'm gonna get on soundcloud i'm still trying to do that Uh, once i figure that out i'll get it onto soundcloud uh even on spotify so we'll make sure you guys can access it yeah someone asked me a question the other day yeah a kid we know the difference between the two creatines the monohydrate and we had to talk about HCL supplements the other one time yeah and my, someone wanted to know the difference between the two um, I asked you because you know because you I feel like you know more than I do about it okay HCO um, and monohydrate monohydrate yeah he wanted okay. to know the difference in terms of like retention of water and like which one will which one will make him cause retain, retain more water Monohydrate will retain a little more water. Um, the point of the HCO one is for people who who retain water, so it's it's just a different form of creatine. Um, it's supposed to just dissolve better in your in body. 
Oh, you're not okay. supposed to retain as much water. He can give it a try. I never tried HCO. Yeah, I, I just never tried it because um, you know it's a waste of money. Yeah. It's, it's creatine, and I don't I don't feel the water retention effect yeah. from regular creatine. So I always buy the cheaper option if I can. <laughs> <laughs> you know, unless it's creatine that's gonna make me ten times stronger than regular creatine. Yeah. You know, if it's just some water retention, I don't really care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah unless know. someone really has an issue with um, water retention. Okay. Yeah. I got you. All right. Makes sense. All right. That's some after credits uh, topic right there for you guys. Extra credit topic. Extra credit topic for you guys, right? All right, so we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.